I call it luck. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. Welcome to episode 107 of the Canto Byte Dispatch. I'm Emily Lind, and with me, as always, it's my delightful co-host. It's Brittany Brown. Hi, Brittany. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. I slightly feel like I'm getting sick because everyone in my family's been sick, and I woke up this morning just feeling very tired, even though I slept for like 10 hours. So hopefully I'm not dying. Okay, not done. We were good. I was going to say, you either sound like you just woke up or like you have a cold. Yeah, eh, it's getting there. Everyone's been just getting sick, but it's weird when people get sick during like summer because it's just, it's so hot and miserable outside. And then like when you're sick, you feel like hot, miserable too. So then it's just, it's a weird like combination of both and just, it's really shitty. Oh, I hate I hate being sick in the summer. If I'm sick, I at least want it to be winter and I can just drink tea and be under a whole bunch of blankets. I know. I have my electric blanket sitting in my room and I'm excited to start using it when the temperatures go down to like 70s or 60s because <laughs> I am done with it being 100 degrees. Like I went to the safari park yesterday. It's hot as fuck. But that is why the Lord created margaritas. So that was nice. That sounds good. Margaritas yeah. and animals. Yeah, there's a baby elephant there too. It is genuinely painful to me that I am not friends with a baby elephant. I know. And especially like I saw him running yesterday. Like if like because I I always take photos on my iPhone, like the live ones. So like literally you can see him like running down the little hill yesterday. It was so cute. And their ears go all floppy and they're very clumsy when they're babies. They're like just big, like dorky babies. And I love them so much. <laughs> Yeah, they're cute. There were kids that call that were calling him Dumbo. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Disney, it's all connected. But how's your week been? Yeah, so my boss is out of the country for the week, and that was nice because it meant everybody was less stressed, and I could get a lot more work done because I wasn't 
constantly getting called in my boss's office where he would tell me to get something done that I had been working on that he interrupted when he called me into his office to tell me to work on. So, but he's back this weekend. That'll be crazy because whenever he comes back after a week off, it's always like intense. No. Oh. But it's a short That's- week because we have Monday off, so... Yeah, I totally forgot that people actually get Labor Day off because my job is so weird and holidays don't exist in casinos. Holidays, weekends, fun. So, yeah, I get Carlos for an extra day because he's here. So that's nice because usually Sundays are kind of like the, oh, you have to leave early because I have to go to sleep early because I work really early on Monday mornings, but... And now I'm holding him hostage until Monday. So that's nice. That's nice. Yeah. So we're we're just deciding what to do today because it's 5,000 degrees and I sound like I'm getting cold. So I don't know if I want to be in the warm weather because we were going to go hang out at the beach and go do beach things, but not like actually go in the water. Like I'm not really like a big beach person. Like I there's just too many people like I like going into like little shops and like if there's like a bar on the water then yeah but I don't feel like drinking because I had like two margaritas yesterday it was lit at the zoo so I don't know we'll figure it out well we have I mean, we don't really have a ton of news. We have some stuff that we'll talk about. And I want to get into a little bit more of the episode nine footage because we were a little rushed last time. And we didn't get like we didn't get your opinion so much as we got just you talking about being excited to see footage because the panel was cool. So we'll talk about that. We got some Galactic Star Cruiser. God damn, that's a terrible name. News, <laughs> the Disney hotel thing. Um, Giancarlo Esposito just did an interview with up on IG9. Had some cool stuff. And then we have some of our old segments. And yeah. Oh, and not, you know, for, for we are thinking, and there always could be disaster or something, but next week, next week we are hoping... To have a very special guest, which we're very excited about. Eric Strathers? <laughs> Look, it can't always be Eric Strathers. But he's so dreamy. I know. I wish he could just be on our show all the time. No. I mean, I don't know if he'd be quite as comfortable with like Dick Watch and stuff, but Eric's a pretty easygoing guy. I think he would I think he would have, he would fun. have fun with Dick Watch. I mean, who doesn't enjoy a nice Dick Watch? Yeah, yeah, and we're we're just we're much like cooler to hang out with than his other co-hosts. Like way better than Arash. Yeah, and Les, who's afraid of me. <laughs> I mean, we're probably not as good as King Tom, but nothing is better than King Tom. He's just so happy. Like when I was recording with them. Last week, uh, you could see King Tom on the monitor, and he's just, like, smiling the whole time. Like, he's just so happy. It's infectious. 
Yeah, and if you are a patron to the Steel Wars podcast, which you should be because there's all sorts of good content, his um, Page Wars episodes where he's going through Star Wars books with Steel is a lot of fun. I haven't listened to all of the new one yet because I just started Black Spire, which is the book they're talking about this week. But he's very knowledgeable and very funny. And they have just a fantastic um, uh, theme song that everyone should hear. And uh, I believe this last episode was up on the main page because every three episodes of the Patreon show Steel's putting out on the main feed is sort of like a sizzle reel. So check that out. Anyway, yeah, next week, Chris Fresh is going to be on from the Geek Dudes and Hey, it's a podcast and from us constantly talking shit about him on our podcast. Yay. (laughs) So we'll put out the call on Twitter because, you know, we record like two days after our new episodes go up and that's not a ton of time. So we'll put out a call on Twitter um, beforehand. So if you have questions for Chris Fresh, famous monster Chris Fresh, send us to uh, cantabitepod at gmail.com because we want to come up with like a good bad watch or two and some fuck Mary kills and whatever other assorted horrible filth that he gets into because otherwise it's just going to be him and I yelling at each other about Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, or if you just want to tell him to go fuck himself, you can do that too. It's <sighs> really satisfying. I could do it. I could do it in like, well, not quite in person, but at least live voice to voice. You see, you can do that. I can't. Like, I can't even tell someone that I'm mad at them for like taking my seat at a convention, you know? So <laughs> I. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think we're going to keep that in, but, you know, I... Oh, well, I'm editing this week, so... I don't know, but I, I'm i not good at confrontation, so when Chris Fresh comes here and try to give me shit, I'm probably just going to sit here and be like, yeah, I, I, I... Yeah, I deserve it, but I, I don't, so fuck him. And we'll get to that in our fuck you Chris Fresh segment. Yeah, but it should be fun because he is, I mean, look, obviously, obviously if I really had a problem with Chris Fresh, <laughs> we wouldn't talk about him on our show all the time. He's a delight. His podcasts are hilarious. They're they're some of my favorite ones to listen to. So I'm looking forward to that. And it's going to be, I mean, it could, it could just be the worst filth you ever hear, but we'll see. I enjoy some filth, so it should be fun. So far, no one has said anything about our filth, you know, other than my my mom telling me the other day that she found out what I talk about on my podcast now. Look, it's not meant for parents. But Eric Strothers listens. Oh, but like our parents, yeah. It's not meant for, yes, it's not meant for our parents or anyone in my family. I don't want anybody in my family listening to this. And why would they want to? I don't know. But on to Star Wars. Uh, so how are we going to do this? Are we going to break down as soon as we get new information or do you want to do like the whole thing? Um, oh, first of all, I got a new Tarkin. Oh, most importantly. Congrats. Yeah, I got the, there was a set that was a multi-figure 
set, like the three and three quarter scale of the Death Star briefing room that had Tarkin and Vader and, you know, like some of the other moths and shit. And that set goes for like 200 bucks. But somebody had the loose figure on eBay complete. So it has the weapon and everything. And I got that, which means of the normal like three and three quarter or or six inch action figures, there's only one left that I need. Damn, you you're doing well on this Tarkin run. <sighs> yeah, the problem is this one is fucking expensive and it's the 2012 vintage collection. And I, w- I honestly, I want it loose just because all my other figures are lo- I have loose. And so it's it's not like it's 20. Like if it was 20 bucks, I'd buy a packaged one and open it. But since the packaged ones are like 150, 200 bucks. I, I, first of all, I can't buy it at all at that point. But even if it was, I, I'd feel uncomfortable opening it. But loose, complete ones I'm seeing for like 70 or 80 which is a lot. Like, I'm willing to pay $200 for a hot toy because they're hot toys. I'm not willing to pay 100 bucks for a three and three quarter inch, like, quite frankly, kind of shitty looking action figure just to complete my collection. But if anybody, because I know we have people who listen to the show who collect. If anybody in all of your like Facebook groups or something, you know, happens to see a good deal on one, just send me a message. Because eventually I'm going to get it. But I don't want to spend $80. Yeah. Aren't you getting your Mendo in like December, November though? Yeah, there's not... Um, last I checked, there wasn't yet a, like, concrete date, but it is coming up. I'm, actually, I should check that right now to see if it's been updated at all, just because I'd like to know when my credit card's going to be charged. That was me. <sighs> that was me this morning when I saw that my D23 membership was renewed, and I forgot how expensive it was because, uh... It's always sad when, like, not sad, but, you know, because you, I get those D23 memberships because, you know, you get perks during, like, the expos and everything. So when, you know, you renew it on, like, an off year, it just it feels weird. But, I mean, you get, you get yeah. cool exclusives, though. So that's cool. I think this year they're doing Haunted Mansion pins. So that should be fun. No, that's cool. Yeah, but I'm not much of a sorry badge i'm not much of a badge collector i don't i don't even fucking start calling them badges i, I just love they're not badges i just love fuck i just love fucking with uh rashad who was really kind and saw that i had a clean jean jacket and he got me a awesome holdo pin which is really sweet because i got him um at the disney plus panel we got an i love you 3000 pin and for some reason like um, when the cast members were handing them out, we got like five of them. So I gave one to both um, Justin and Rashad. So, I'm, oh, that's yeah. cool. I'm not much of a big Marvel person, and Tony Stark. Oh, I like Tony Stark, but you don't like Tony Stark, right? No, don't like Tony Stark. He's a piece of shit. Do you like Robert Downey Jr. though? 
Not anymore. I used to. Actually, him playing Tony Stark kind of ruined him for me. I don't know. I sort of got off him. I like... It sounds bad, but I liked him sort of... Like, back when he fr- when he first got Iron Man, I liked him. Because that had been off of... Like, that was his really... Like, comeback. His comeback. Like, he had done some indie stuff. Like, he had done... I think he would have done Kiss Kiss Bang Bang by then. And would have been on Ally McBeal and stuff. Oh, my God. His stuff on Ally McBeal was so good. And then he got written out because he got arrested again. But, um... Yeah, he's a great actor, but I sort of feel like he just sort of melded into being Tony Stark and stopped doing anything interesting. Some actors get the big commercial role, but still do interesting, offbeat, like smaller stuff. But he got that and then did like the Sherlock movies that I don't really like. And he, he, I don't know, he just seems to have stopped doing roles that are at all interesting to me, which is a shame. Because, again, like, I think he's really talented. But he just sort of embraced the movie star thing a bit too much for me to enjoy him. Hmm. Well, I mean, hopefully this hasn't affected him, like, as a person. Like, I hope he's not, like, in public an asshole or something. Because, I mean, I... I don't really see him as being that much of like a crazy asshole. I mean, maybe he was when he was younger. Like I remember at the legends panel, he was sharing a story about how we got arrested at Disneyland for smoking weed on one of the rides, but I don't know. Hopefully he's an okay dude. And I don't know. I just don't feel about, I think Chris Evans, like I don't know about him. Like that's, I think Chris Evans is an angel, and I will fight you. I don't know. Maybe. But just sometimes, like, really nice people, you know, you, you stop and wonder. Like, hmm. But that's just me sometimes. I don't. I I think he genuinely is Captain America. Yeah. Like, he just, he's, is, he's very cute with dogs. And he is not afraid to yell about politics on his Twitter despite having a serious commercial career and I I find that really cool. I like him. He will just fucking like and it's not like polite. He'll like fucking go after people on Twitter. I love it. Yeah. That's very brave. And that's something that like I'm not used to. So like maybe I see that and I'm like I don't know, but I think it's just because I'm not comfortable like sharing stuff like that on social media. So it's just a difference of opinions. But I think overall, like me, might, he might be a cool guy. But with the dogs thing, that's where you know, like when I used to be on Tinder thousands of years ago, like all the guys would have pictures with dogs, and that's how you knew the fuck boys was because they're pictured. With yeah, dogs. but that's because they're using they're using the pictures with dogs to try to hook up with chicks. He's not, like, on, like, he's just on Twitter. He's got, you know, he doesn't, first of all, he's Chris Evans. Like, even if he wanted to hook up with every chick in the world, like, he wouldn't need a fucking dog to do it. I think he just really likes dogs. Yeah. Or maybe I'm just a big asshole. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Because <laughs> I'm questioning the likelihood of. He's, look, he's Captain America. Mm-hmm. And so, shut up. Okay. There we go. 
What other Avenger do you not like? Are you a Scarlett Johansson fan? Oh, oh my god, she's the fucking worst. So you're telling me that you're not going to see her Black Widow movie? No! <laughs> Where she plays all characters in the movie? She's playing all the characters, did you hear? <laughs> all of them. Like, David Harbour, yeah, she's going to take his place. Um, oh Rachel Weisz, oh, oh, yeah. taking her place. Like, she's playing everyone in this movie. Oh, she plays white people? I'm shocked. I, I didn't think she would go that far. Ugh. She is just intolerable. And also, I just don't particularly care about Black Widow. At least not like the MCU Black Widow. Yeah. Um, who do I like? I like Mark Ruffalo. He's a gem. And I like... Oh, I don't know. Look, Jeremy Renner is not a likable dude, but I like Hawkeye so much from the comics, and I kind of just like Jeremy Renner as an actor, even though he's not good. <laughs> I just can't get that fucking mohawk out of my brain. Yeah, that's not great, but that's not his fault. I don't know. Like, maybe he was the one that talked to. <laughs> I mean, speaking of fuckboys, yeah, I think I think Jerry Renner is probably a piece of shit. But I don't know. There's something about it where I just can't like hate him. I just sort of I think he's I don't know. Maybe because people have turned against him so hard, where I'm sort of like, look, if he wants to release a like terrible album or something, what the, what the fuck do I care? Like, good. Wait, for people him. are hating him because of that. Oh my god, he got so much shit. Dude, for that. people can go sit in a corner and like just not listen to music anymore because like anyone can release music. Like, why can't he release music? Because he's an actor. Because he wears a mohawk in a movie. Like, fuck you guys. Like, if he wants to release music, then let him sit on his guitar and release music. Like, I think I think these people are really under underestimating the vanity projects that they themselves would do if they had millions of dollars at their disposal. Yeah, I mean, if I had millions of dollars, I would take you to Disneyland so that we can go on Autotopia. We're not going on. I'm not going on. Don't be. It's not. Gonna and you saw at the D23 Expo that they had a pavilion, especially for Autotopia, which was very interesting. <laughs> it's cars. It's just. It's just. It's just some fucking cars, and you go around in a circle. In yeah, cars. but then you know you look at the scenery of you know Tomorrowland, and you can look at you. Know, but I can I can look at Tomorrowland when I go when I walk around Tomorrowland, right? Yeah, but I mean, you're chilling, you're in a car. It's like you're driving, and it's a good experience for everyone. Can I drink in the car? You can do whatever you want in the car. Whatever I want, huh? I bet there's some stuff I want to do that I can't do in that car. Emily, it's Disneyland. It's pure place. Like, you can't have sex at Disneyland. You can have sex anywhere else but Disneyland. It's secure. Uh -huh. It's, I don't know. Like, I always think of that story of Mario Lopez and how he was talking about how he had sex on Pirates of the Caribbean. And I still think it's bullshit to this day. Because, like, 
you can't even like touch someone's dick on a ride with someone being like um excuse me can you please keep your hands to yourself like disney's like always watching you wasn't there just like a huge drunken brawl like a couple months ago oh a a toontown yeah okay so that's different because like they technically like it sounds like awful but you know talking from like different people that work in the parks like technically they can't they can't touch you so like when you're getting in a fight with someone like they can't really do anything because if you notice like at the end of the video like there there were actually people that were visiting the park that like put the guy down and then like okay but if they can't touch you then what can they do if you're like having sex with somebody besides like yell at you well i don't know like if i was having sex in public and someone yelled at me i'd 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 step off you know like yeah, but also I feel like if you're the type of person who's having sex in public, maybe you're not the type of person who's going to stop because you got scolded. I mean, I I don't know. I I've I don't know. I've never had sex in public. Like I wouldn't. I don't know. I wouldn't keep going. That's just weird. Like I don't know if I would like you know people watching. Well, yeah, but that's why people do it because of the whole like danger, quote unquote. Yeah, like, I get, like, the whole danger of it. Like, oh, like, we're doing it in a place we shouldn't be doing it. But, like, especially, like, if people can see you, like, I don't know. Because then, like, there are those people that, like, you know, do it in, like, the hotel rooms and the windows open and just dig out, you know. Like, (sighs) that's more, I don't know. I don't know if that's better, but. (sighs) Well, speaking of Disney, um. We should maybe talk about the Rise of Skywalker D23 special look. Yeah, yeah. Because, um, yeah, when we were recording last week, it was a little rushed. We didn't really get to talk about it in in, in detail. Yeah. Um, Again. <laughs> I think we explained this so, like 10 minutes ago. Well, we did. But then, yeah, but then we had other discussions and, you know, things happened. Yeah. Good old sex in public conversation. So, okay. Uh, do you want to just start? You want to do it from the very beginning? Or do you want to start? Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, let's just start talking about it. And we, we don't have to do, like, every single scene. But there, if there's anything that, you know, catches your eye, we can talk about it and how you feel about it. And not just me being mad about C-3PO. But I love C-3PO. Actually. No, you I don't. That's I don't. a lie. I'm not the biggest Anthony Daniels fan. Um, original trilogy stuff people are making a big deal that it was the special edition version of the um, end scene of A New Hope that they used the when they're getting the medal ceremony they're like oh wow they used a special edition clip and it's like okay like technically all of these are special edition clips now because of how they're produced and how they look because compared to like 77 like obviously like it's in better condition i don't know people i mean it'd be weird to show the edition that they don't let us buy oh george one day they're gonna have to release that george is i don't know well it's not george's decision anymore that is true Okay, where are you at in the trailer right now? This Christmas. Oh, well, you're already at this Christmas. Yeah, I skipped to this Christmas. Because I feel like we don't have to talk about the movies that everybody's already seen a billion times. 
So there's that big party going on. Uh, party or something. It looks like a party. I like that one tweet that was episode nine. The gang goes to gay pred. <laughs> yeah, that would require them actually, you know, having gay people in Star Wars. But um, I gotta say, <laughs> I really like. I know we've seen it before. I really like Finn's new costume. Yeah, he he looks like he's gained some muscle too. He's a little muscly guy. I'm digging the blue pants. He's got a lot of straps. Some of which are oddly placed, so like a Rob Gleifeld drawing or something. But um, and you have oh my god, post fucking with that scarf and the the gloves and the him just being Oscar Isaac. I'm okay with dudes wearing scarves. Like, I I think it's kind of... I, I like it. I'm okay if it if you look like Oscar Isaac. You can wear anything the fuck you want. Yeah, I guess that's true, too. Um, I'm... I gotta say, and I know we already knew this, but I'm really... excited to see the three of them doing stuff together. Yeah, like... I see a lot of people upset that, you know, we're not getting a lot of, like, Kelly Marie Tran and, like, the trailers or anything. But, I mean, I'm excited to, you know, get the trio, like, actually together. Because literally in the last movie, you see Poe and Ray meeting for the first time. Like, I yeah. I would love to see them together. You know? Like, I just love the idea of them three together because it's, you know, they're the three new stars so I don't know that just really excites me yeah I'm, I'm hoping that we get a lot of that yeah and I'm really interested too with uh, Leia and how they're going to incorporate her in different scenes because I see obviously like she has like a different outfit on because I know in the Force Awakens deleted scenes, it was her in that gray outfit, or it was like a tan outfit, I believe. Here, wait. Let me look that up. Leia, Force Awakens. Yeah, it's that, you know, she's wearing the vest, and then she's wearing this, like, it's like a grayish tan color. And then her hair is exactly the same, well, obviously. But... Yeah, and it's just, it's such a quick shot, but I don't know, it just, uh it makes my heart hurt, and she's so Gaia in it, and it looks kind of like a, she's just, like, sent Ray or somebody or all of them off somewhere, you know? Yeah. Like, that's what that shot looks to like to me. I love the jungle planet, too. Like, I just love seeing, like, green. Okay, so this... This next scene with all the ships, I thought that one above the uh, Rebel Alliance, like the one that looks like the Tan of Four, I thought that was the Falcon. Oh, I mean. Yeah, I still I still don't know what that ship is. I thought it was the Falcon, but I heard that it was Zori's ship. 
Okay. And now, there's been a lot of speculation on Twitter about this Star Destroyer fleet. Yeah. Now, do you do you get the impression that this is like a shipyard? Or are these active ships? Oh, I think they're like it, at the at the point that they're like jumping in to see them. Are they jumping into a battle, or are they jumping into? Oh shit! The uh, the you know the emperor whoever has been stockpiling all of this. Oh, they have to be going into battle. Like, why else would we see all of these star destroyers? Like, this is badass. I thought you were going to ask about if you think that they're first order or if they're from the empire. Because honestly, I don't give two shits. Like, there's star destroyers or star destroyers. Like. I don't care. There's a bunch of them. I think it's cool. Maybe they're both. Well, because there's just something about the way they're all... The way they're all positioned and the fact that it's the resistance jumping to them. Like, I don't don't think they're necessarily, like, empty. But I'm not sure whether this was... We're seeing the these this fleet of star destroyers make a move, or this fleet of star destroyers is th- there for some planned thing that the resistance discovers before it's completely enacted. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know like where they would be too, because it obviously looks like John or uh, Finn and Jana are yeah. in the same area as them. Yeah, because it they're, they're like definitely like that's what they're reacting to. Although, I mean, it is a trailer, so you go you can cut footage together. But if you look out the window of their ship, I, I definitely think that's where they are. That that doesn't seem like it's a like a bit of trailer trickery to me. Yeah, but you're getting lots of like space lightning and shit. I love space lightning. And all the ships are dark. I saw somebody speculate that that's where, um, General Pride's going to come in. Spicy. And so I'm. I was really hoping we were going to see him in this footage. I want to see him so bad. I mean, we didn't see DJ in any trailers, did we? Um, for the Rises, mm-hmm. sorry, Last Jedi. No. No. So I was just thinking about him because I was like, Benicio del Toro has to have been nude in some movie, but apparently not. Maybe. He seems like an actor that would be fine shown. No, he, he wasn't. I looked it up because there's a whole like website where you can look up actors and see what they've been nude in. Yeah, really? And... I mean, he seems like he would be like totally fine with busting the dick no, out. No, right? Like I just, like, I just sort of assumed because I was going through, because like, for our dick watch segment, we looked to do it later, and I was like, okay, going through, I'm like, oh yeah, Benicio, he must have done something. Nah. Like, I don't even know if he's shown his ass. I was very surprised. Anyway, then we get to the 3PO thing that I hate. I liked all the Haas memes, though. Like that. Have you ever seen Wizard of Oz and listened to 
Dark Side of the Moon together. I don't know. I butchered that, but here's here's my problem with the okay. I obviously I have a couple problems with the red glowing eyes. Like if he's possessed by evil or something. If you are possessed, like if you are an evil spirit possessing somebody, maybe maybe don't do something that everybody will notice, and make your eyes go red, because that seems like you're giving the game away, and maybe you don't want to do that. Also, I think it looks terrible, and I don't like the implication. What do you think about the glowing red eyes? I I'm trying to find this comment from this YouTube video. I think it's from Mike Zero. Let me look him up because he was trying to insinuate that 3PO, like his eyes being red means that he's getting all of the memories back from the prequels and that it like makes him angry or something. I mean, I have to go back and look, but it made me laugh. I don't know, though. I mean, I think that either it means like a reprogramming or... What would they be doing to 3PO? I don't know. But I don't I don't like it. Did you find no, the comment? Not yet. Uh, let me see. Okay, let me see. This was trending. I can't believe and he makes so many videos. No, I couldn't find it. Maybe it was a Star Wars theory guy. Maybe. I don't know. It's not important. I just think it's funny that a lot of people try to... You know, it's like they're they're trying to find ways to bring back um, Anakin Skywalker in these movies. And I really don't think that they could do it well. You know, like, oh, like the ghost of Anakin Skywalker comes back. Or like, I, I just don't know how... You don't you don't, you don't, don't think we're going to see a Force ghost in this movie? I mean, we've seen Force ghosts a lot. I just don't think we're going to see Anakin. Like, I, I feel like we would know by now if Hayden was going to be in it. I mean, sure, we can say about, like, Palpatine, you know, that no one could call Palpatine, but I just, I'm not sure. And, I mean, I could be wrong, but... I just don't know. So next we see a big red laser beam exploding something. I've seen some people worried that it's like, oh my god, another Death Star. I don't think it'll be another Death Star. It'll be something. But I mean, there's lots of lasers in Star Wars. Is that snow that they're blowing up? I can't tell. I don't... mm, I don't know. It's hard to tell because everything is red. I think it might just be dirt, but I don't know. Okay, so this next scene when Ray is, you see the little droid, like she's training with the little droid thing, and she hits the trees. Is it in this shot that apparently she's wearing Leia's ring? Um, I I don't see it. I don't see it either. She's wearing that red ribbon thing, though. I mean, does it, does it mean anything? Um, who knows? 
Okay. So then the next shot. Oh, I actually see is uh, Kylo Ren's TIE fighter in the background. But um, do you have, I'm trying to think if there's because I'm trying to think if there's anything else like in the scene when Ray's tossing her lightsaber, which I'm loving that we're seeing this move in Star Wars more because the only time that we saw we've seen the whole lightsaber throw thing was in Return of the Jedi when Vader throws his lightsaber at Luke. Like I think that's a cool move to do. Just fucking throw your lightsaber at someone, like cool i i do it you can do it in the old battlefront not the new one but like the 2005 one i thought that was like the best move to do especially when you're like in a narrow hallway you just throw your lightsaber and you kill like 15 people but yeah then you see kylo walking in snow it looks like snow right it's all foggy maybe it's dirt dirt snow i think it's just fog you can see ship in the background, though. His lightsaber doesn't look as, like, because... Oh, wait, never mind. In this shot, yeah, because you can see that it's kind of off because the blade is very... I forget, like, what would you call that? I don't know what lord you're looking for. Me neither. He looks mad. I mean, he always looks mad. I like him better without the helmet, though. I feel like the helmet kind of... Like, I'm more scared of him without the helmet than with the helmet, if that sounds weird. Hmm. I just hate... I hate it. Like, I think he's more menacing without it, because it's... I'm just done with helmets. It's like, okay, a helmet. Like, the Mandalorian, that's perfect. Like, he should be wearing a helmet. That's it. Vader, yeah, he's wearing a helmet, because he got fucking burned alive. Kylo, he's just... Why is he wearing a helmet? Like... Because he wants well, to look cool? Literally, yes. Uh, he's such a Literally, genius. it's because he's a Vader fanboy. Then we get the fight on the ocean, which is cool, because I feel like we haven't seen anything quite like that before in terms of setting. I think that'll be a good set piece. You don't see his cape in the reflection, though. Okay, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I know I've heard that from like 10 different people like that oh you see the reflection you don't see the cape it's like okay but lightsaber movements look cool or the fighting movements and then Palpatine is before that he is saying what's he saying but it's like your journey is nearing its end or something like that your journey And then we get the Vader breathing for a bit. Yeah, your journey nears its ending. Then you see Ray. I'm going to slow-mo this real quick. Here's the thing. I... Putting aside the idea of Dark Ray, which I, I am particularly care about unless it ends up not being a vision everybody's so like going crazy about it i don't think it looks that great like i think it looks a little bit silly like there's something about like the when you see the before she has the lightsaber like swings it around when it's still the double ones you see like this the red light reflecting on her face like i just think she looks silly and like she's wearing a bunch of clown makeup 
Why is her hood so far up above her head? It looks like it's like hovering over her head. Yeah, it's weird looking. I don't know. I've seen, I don't know, like I feel like the, the dark ray cosplayers I've seen are a better look than what's actually here. So, okay, as I'm noticing, um, as I'm doing the slow-mo, um, like a, a minute and 46 seconds, if you slow-mo it by like 0.5 seconds or whatever. So, you see when she's unbuckling the lightsaber, you see movement on the right side of your screen. So, she's obviously facing someone. And I think it would be Kylo that she'd be facing. But also, I think that you'd be able to see... This is a Struthers and uh, King Tom question. Can you see reflections in your lightsabers? Because I would think that you could, not like a little bit, but I mean, I like. I think it's reflective. But I don't know. You never know. I think that'd be a good idea. Okay, so. What else is right? Okay, so it looks like. At first, I thought it looked like she was in a forest, but it, it almost looks like the cave in, on Octu. Yeah, I can see that. And she has something on her finger. Is that the ring, maybe? The, the hand that's not holding the lightsaber. Do to do to do. I can't tell. I can't get a good look at that one. But regardless, I don't know. We'll see. I hope it's a vision. It has to be. Like I don't think this means anything. No. Like, cool though. I mean, we get a cool vision of Ray. I think they should have shown this trailer at Celebration and showed the Celebration one at D23. I don't know. I mean, you gotta do the Palpatine ending with the laugh. I just feel like this trailer did more to me, especially with the music, too. Well, yeah, but that's why you do... But trailers are supposed to do more as you go on. Because otherwise you have one your first trailer and then your second trailer, everybody's like, who gives a shit because it's not as good as the first trailer? I mean, you yeah. don't. I mean, the thing about celebration is, you don't have to show anything good at all because it's the first trailer, and everybody's just excited to see new shit. And we got title reveal. Yeah, I hope the title like makes sense in the mo movie and that because I'm not the biggest fan of the title. Like, I'm okay with it, but what do you? Uh, it it depends what it means. That yeah. if it if like if I like what it means at the end, then it's a great title. If I don't, then I don't like it because I don't like what it means. In terms of seeing it at like celebration for the first time, it was fucking amazing. Yeah, because everyone's excitement. Like you see, like Star Wars, and then like you see the words come up, and you're like, oh, exactly. Yeah, like and everybody like lost their shit, and it was a cool, fun moment. What do you think would make a bad Star Wars title? Like, do you have a Star Wars title that... Um... I mean, besides Attack of the Clones? 
frankly, I'm not too wild about the Phantom Menace either, mostly because that title is sort of a big mislead. But um, I love that movie, though. I know you do. We have to do like a live watch of um, one of the prequel movies sometime. I think that'd be fun. I don't feel like it would be as fun as you think it's going to be. Because if you make me watch that movie, I'm not going to hold back on my true feelings about it. Yeah, but then like it'll be like the good angel and like bad angel on like someone's shoulder. Like I'd be like, wow, like, you know, Naboo looks like a fascinating place to live because of the Gungans and then you'd just be be sitting there being like fuck the Gungans I think it'd make good comedy maybe maybe we can test run it tell you what if people want it and people paypal me so I can buy booze we'll do it I mean, like, what if just booze ju- starts, like, appearing at your house with, like, Same. no... I mean, I'm not crazy about the idea of mystery booze. I like free booze, but I would prefer to know my booze's origins. What kind of booze do you like? Like, are you, Do you need, like, Bacardi? Do you need some, like, whiskey? Like- I like... I Look, in general, if I'm having a drink, I would like whiskey. But if I'm drinking to watch a bad movie, then I want vodka or something I can drink in copious amounts. I can't. I've retired from vodka. Uh, Like vodka's, I think, in terms of like drinking cocktails to get smashed, vodka's my way to go because you can put vodka in anything. Yeah, but when you throw it up, like you can like just feel like the vodka for like. Well, yeah, but that's why you don't drink that much. If you don't drink to the point of making yourself ill, then vodka's great. You have a couple martinis or you have like a couple vodka cranberries, good to go. I just, I can't do vodka. Just, when you smell it, you just, it reminds you of all of your past mistakes in life. You know, like, do certain drinks, like, do that to you, or you smell it, and you just, like... Not anymore. I had to stop drinking tequila for a few years Mm. after college, but now I'm fine with it again. I love tequila. Like, I properly didn't have tequila for... I think like a couple of years after I started drinking, like I think finally like 23, 24, I finally, you know, found my love for all things tequila. And then I can down a nice tequila shot. I just don't really do shots anymore. I don't enjoy shots. I'd rather have something that tastes good. Yeah, I know. Cause I like shots. Cause then it makes me feel like young and fun and then, like, but, like, no one would do them with me. Like, I was at a bar the other night, and I was like, Carlos, let's do shots. And I found out that, like, all of our friends were, like, doing shots while we are like, off doing something else. And I'm like, no. But I'm always down for shots. So I, if anyone is with me at Celebration in, in Anaheim or something, like, let's do shots. Like, have you ever had green tea shots? Yes. Those are so good. Jesse and I had some at the Congress. They were awesome. But then I just rather would have a green tea like cocktail that I can just sip at and enjoy for an extended period of time. 
Yeah, but then like you feel like buzzed and happy then like you're with your friends and like yeah see this is why you end up like throwing up vodka and regret in your life because you're doing shots but that's just vodka like maybe just my body can't intake vodka anymore you know like you know when someone's like deathly allergic to like peanuts you know like sometimes people become allergic to something like after a long time like Maybe that's just like me and vodka. Like maybe just my body has decided at age 24 to retire from vodka. Maybe just don't be a fucking lush. <sighs> Emily, I never had like a proper time in my life to like to party or to, you know, like to, you know, go out and like, you know, like all the people in Jersey Shore do. Like I never had like a proper time in my life to do it. So that's why I'm jealous of everyone that's young and that's like, oh, yeah. We're going to go out tonight. And I'm like, I have to work. But anyways, back to Star Wars. Uh, so overall, what did you think of this trailer other than 3PO stoned? I'm There's stuff in it that I really like. That jump into the field of Star Destroyers is awesome. I'm... I'm definitely more concerned than I was after the celebration footage. Oh wow. Now, part of that is you could again like you could have shown me anything at celebration. Cause I was at celebration and I was seeing the first footage from a new Star Wars movie. So it was gonna be exciting no matter what. But also everything there was vague enough that there wasn't there wasn't anything that I saw like you could say oh there's nothing like as hugely exciting as Dark Ray I mean except for you know the Palpatine thing but there's also nothing that I go oh that could be something really bad whereas this has a couple of places where I'm like oh this could be something that I really don't like I don't know if it was just because, you know, I was watching this kind of like in a celebration setting where, you know, a bunch of excited fans and, you know, seeing this stuff. But I don't know. I feel like the more I see, the less nervous I get. Because I know two weeks ago when we were talking about like how nervous we were for this film. Like, I don't know. Like, maybe it's just that, you know, excitement effect of, you know, you're at a convention. You watch something on a panel and you're like, you know, I'm sold. But... I don't know. I just, I, I'm becoming a little more confident about this movie. And, you know, like I never was this confident about Solo. Like, you know, we saw all that Solo trailer information stuff. Like we saw like the Super Bowl trailer. We saw the one afterwards and still like, I wasn't feeling it. And with this, like, I feel so much more different. Well, probably because it's like a saga story, but. Yeah. I mean, there's already a bond because it's a saga I mean, Solo, the only thing I was really excited about was Orlando. Yeah. I still haven't watched that movie more than two times. I saw it the once. And I have just no desire to go back to it. What a shame, honestly. Like... Yeah. But they had to do it. They had to do... They had to... I don't want to say fuck up, but I mean, I say fuck up because they should have released this in December. They shouldn't have done it six months later. Even Bobby I said, yeah, we fucked up. Like, I think this movie would have done way better if it was released next to Mary Poppins. Yeah, I think I think 
the marketing fucked up in terms of how much money they made in terms of when I read people like me who are really like lukewarm about it, I feel like that was going to happen no matter what. Yeah. And the merchandise was just shit too. I mean, like there wasn't really anything available merchandise wise that I'm like, I would buy this. Like Disney did nothing for this movie. I mean, like usually around Star Wars releases, you know, they have, you know, like for instance, with Rogue One, they had some really cute Dooney and Burke purses, which I regret not getting because, you know, they had uh, Mendo on it. They had different characters. They had nothing for Solo. Like for some reason, they just decided, oh, let's make some Hawaiian shirts and some tacky looking polos or tacky looking, you know, sweatshirts and everything that are still in the discount Disney store in Ontario because no one's buying them, you know? So I just feel like advertising and merchandise, like they could have done so much better with this. And I even think like, because they didn't do, they didn't try, like they even knew that there was a reason for them not to try. I mean, look, I don't think they I don't think they set the movie up for success by releasing it when they did and without giving it more of an advertising push. But I mean, if it had done really well and we were getting a sequel, it's not like I'd be excited that we were getting a sequel for it. Yeah. I mean, I would be more excited if we were getting something on just like Disney Plus because Because I just, I, I don't, not that I don't care to see like a solo two in the movie theaters. I would just rather want them to do something like new and fresh. And also you don't care about them doing a solo two in the movie theaters. No, I don't. So please don't tag me in your make solo two happen things. Sorry. (laughs) Not cutting that out either. (laughs) Fuck. This is the podcast where everyone realizes that I'm a bitch. (laughs) It's not a bitch to say that you don't fucking care about a movie. Jesus Christ. I know. You know me. You know me, though. Yeah, I do. (laughs) I was just talking about you with Chris Fresh. How I have to, to, like, make you say what you actually think about things. I have to, like, fucking force you at gunpoint. (laughs) Oh, really? To stop apologizing about shit. Oh, really? Why why was that? Why are you guys talking shit? We were talking shit. It wasn't shit. We were talking about how like nice you are and oh. how annoying it is. <laughs> Aren't nice people just like the most annoying oh, God, thing? Fucking worst. Oh my God. <sighs> Except King Tom. He's both nice and not annoying. You know, I would love to like be at that point of like niceness where it's like not annoying. Because like I have that constant fear of like annoying people, you know, especially in like scenarios like this. Where, like, I'm explaining how I feel, and in the back of my mind, I'm like, wow, someone's going to listen to this and be like, you know what? I really enjoyed Solo, and I really enjoyed that Darth Maul came out in the end. Like, who would have thought? But here's the thing. That's, like, good for you. But I'm not going to lie and pretend to like something on my fucking Star Wars podcast. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's that's stupid. Like, I don't get how people can do that where they can just like I just I'm so bad at lying or I'm so bad at like pretending that, oh, yeah, like this is this is great. Like, no, it's not like it's not for me. Cool. Next, you know, like. let's. I'm I'm very good at it if I have a reason to, but I don't have a reason to pretend to like a movie I didn't like. Yeah, I just. (sighs) 
I'm just not the type of person that would like go like I'm great with a platform like this where it's like, you know, I can say how I feel and then like, you know, go on to the next thing. Like I can't go on Twitter and be like, I hate this or I don't like this. Like I'm just I'm not good at that. Yeah, me either. Never do that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Was that sarcasm? It's like half my Twitter feed. I don't know. Maybe more than half. Yeah. Speaking of things, not- things that I would not like. Oh, fuck. Oh, God. This podcast <laughs> is just turning into things that Emily hates. <laughs> oh, okay. So. They had the... Um, Disney World Galaxy's Edge, like, preview opening, right? Like, the press opening? Yeah, in Florida. It's open now. Congrats, Florida. Yeah, it's all open. And along with that, we got some news for the upcoming ridiculously expensive and stupidly named hotel experience. And... Um, I'd, I'd, I'd like to get your opinion on this as a big Disney person, because this to me sounds like something where if the in- if the entire hotel were just me and my friends, I would probably have a pretty good time. However, <laughs> being with like two people that I know and a whole bunch of strangers with their screaming kids would drive me up the wall. Uh, and this is from a Mashable article about it, but <laughs> they say... Uh, the conceit is that it's a Chandelier Star Line tourist ship called the Halcyon. We stuffed to the gills with Disney cast members playing out a three-day-long interactive story involving the ship being boarded by Kylo Ren in the First Order and a resistance cell operating under the bad guy's noses. And, like, you're invited to secret rebel meetings and stuff, and you learn how to pilot the ship when you first get there... Uh, the only time you leave the hotel is for Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, it's like a day trip. You get into a little pod, and so it like keeps up the um, the whole immersiveness of the hotel, along with the you know no real windows thing. And then it takes you to Galaxy's Edge for the day, like a little day trip, kind of like if you were on an actual cruise, just a little excursion. Here's the thing, though. And and there's, okay, so there's, like, lightsaber training. And, you, you know, you go to visit the bridge. You see the ship's navigation. You see, like, like a mechanical bay. I feel like if you're in a hotel full of people, though, in terms of a, a real engaging story how interactive can it actually be? Because not everybody can be the hero of the story if you're staying in a hotel with, if you know, several hundred people in it. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, and I'm not going to Disney World just to stay at a fucking Star Wars hotel. You know, like, I don't get it. Like, why couldn't they just make a fucking cruise ship that looks like a Star Wars ship? Like, why the fuck did they just not do that? Like, that would have been more genius for them rather than create this cruise ship-like experience when you can't even look out fucking side. You're just looking in space. Like, I want to be able to, like, go outside and breathe. I don't want to be trapped in this. Yeah. Yeah, and there is there is a bar, but even the bar is, like, an all-ages thing. <laughs> 
I'm like, again, I just want it. The, the idea of being around a bunch of hyperactive kids and shit. I, I have fun. I've done a couple of those, um, like murder mystery parties and stuff. And I have fun doing it. Cause I like, you know, I like RPGs. I like D and D I like role playing, but again, it's when I'm with my friends. Yeah. But I feel like because this is $1,400 per person, you really think there's going to be a lot of kids. Like I'm not going to pay $1,400 for my non-existing child to go there there's a lot of rich people in the world Brittany. there are but there are a lot of rich people that (laughs) want to have this experience for themselves i don't know though because i mean okay i know what it's like to you know go to disney but also to get that extra you know perk like when we uh, stayed at the Disneyland Hotel recently, we upgraded to, like, the Vacation Club. And basically, you just go in this room and you get free booze, unlimited, unlimited snacks. And, like, I would say that there – it was, like, 75% adults and 25% kids. Because, like, why would your parents want to upgrade to key level – when, because like you know how expensive alcohol is, like compared to food. Like I just feel like that's like an adult thing to do. But also, you know, I think in their mind sometimes it would be cheaper because then you can go up here and get food rather than having to spend so much money in the parks for food and drinks and all that stuff. Because they had soda, beer, wine, cider, all magical stuff. So I don't know if a lot of parents would want to spend. I mean, it seems like they're gearing it towards kids, like lightsaber training and shit. I don't know if, you know, I mean, all of their, all of it, like, just look at their, you know, I, like, you know how you know it's geared towards kids? Look at all of the concept art. Yeah, there's kids in it. It's mostly kids. And which, like, fine, whatever, like, if I were a little kid, I'm sure I'd love it. But as me, a single adult, it, it sounds like a fucking miserable experience, which is actually kind of good because I can, can't afford it. And so I, as a selfish person, I'd rather the thing I can't afford be something I wouldn't like anyway. Yeah. And the weird part is, is that I would have been more okay with this experience if it were at Disneyland because Disney World has just so much to offer. Like, I don't go to Disney World just to experience some cruise ship like Star Wars thing. Like, I go to Disney World to... like go to Epcot, you know, walk around Disney Springs and maybe do some shopping, uh, go to Hollywood Studios, you know, watch Fantasmic because the Fantasmic there is incredible. You're literally sitting in this like magical arena thing and it's fantastic. Like I'm not going to Disney World to be trapped on the cruise ship for two days, not be able to go fucking outside, only be able to, to go to Galaxy's Edge, which is a small area. I just, this is, what the fuck is this? (laughs) (laughs) And I just, again, I feel like it can't be, it can't actually be as interactive as they're selling it, just in terms of logistics. And I would rather the experience be incredibly immersive and interactive on like a personal one-to-one like level or not interactive at all. And just let me go to a really nice hotel with a spa and a good bar. I don't know though. I mean... 
I think it's interesting that, you know, they're talking about all of this, you know, like, oh, it's going to be so interactive and all this stuff when, you know, Disneyland is literally like getting rid of all of like the cast interactive things. I mean, they, they're getting rid of a lot of shows. They're getting rid of a lot of, you know, ways for people to, you know, connect with the guests and, you know, it just, it's, this doesn't make sense. I don't know. It's weird. And again, like we still don't, it's very early days in terms of knowing what this thing is, but I did read that article and just go, Oh my God, that sounds miserable. <laughs> I like the caption on the ship that says, want to get away from it all? Do not board the ship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is okay. This article is definitely written by somebody who feels the same way I do, but yeah. I just, I wouldn't do this. And if I were going to Disney World with children, I wouldn't want to spend all my money to do this two-day experience with my kids. Like, there's just so much more that Disney World provides rather than this experience. And I love Star Wars, don't get me wrong. And I love Disney. But I'm going to spend all of my money going to Epcot and, you know, drinking around the world rather than, you know, being in this interactive place full of children. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I don't know. This this isn't for me. And I I hope that, you know, they improve I don't know the details for this and I think I hope that, you know, once they start building this, they realize that you know, maybe we should offer something else with this. Like, why is it only a 2-day experience? You know, why can you only go to Batu? Like, why can't you why can't this just be like a regular fucking hotel where, you know, you can take the bus trams to like like I get they're trying to create this experience, but I don't I'd rather just go on a cruise ship too. Like, why, you know, like, especially like being in Orlando, like, you can literally just drive like 45 minutes out and go on like an actual fucking cruise ship that's Star Wars themed, you know? Yeah. Well, so, uh, I mean, again, it, it seems like it's a, a long way out, but. Yeah. Um, the other thing we got is, this is apparently an interview that happened at D23, but uh, IGN just put the article up today with an interview they did with Giancarlo Esposito, who's playing the, we now know, uh, Moth Gideon in The Mandalorian. And he says about his character, Moth Gideon is very, very intelligent and very knowledgeable. He's very particular about his operation and what he does. He's certainly rising. He was an Imperial soldier before the Empire fell. He was all of what he's learned and has risen from the ranks because he has some sense of order. But yet he can be cruel and he will not withstand fools. And he's a traveler. He gets around and knows everything and no one knows why. That's weird. Despite Gideon being in Project of the Empire, the actor won't confirm whether or not he's a villain. Okay, he has the line, burn them out. We know he's a fucking villain. <laughs> he certainly looks villainous, he said. Could be. Could be for good. Could be for evil. Could be the conqueror. Could be the savior. We all need order in our world, and this is an empire that is fallen. It has no order. Hmm. Care for it. Like, I mean, you know me. Like, that's that's my guy right there. Yeah, that's your type. <laughs> it really is. 
Um, but I like the approach that Esposito has when he's talking about this character. That, you know, he's seen himself as somebody who's trying to bring order to a planet and maybe, you know, maybe even a galaxy that has fallen into disarray. Because, of course, everything would be chaotic and we would certainly seems to be the vibe that we're getting from the show. That this is, you know, we're in, like, broken down lawless territory now because of the the after effect of an empire falling and what that means. But it is, like, it sounds like, I mean, he's certainly rising. He was an imperial soldier before the empire fell. So it sounds like he's somebody who stepped into the vacuum left behind and maybe kind of promoted himself. Maybe. You see, I don't know about any of these characters because I don't know how long, you know, they're going to keep them on or if, you know, they're going to die suddenly or, you know, if they're going to turn like, I don't know. And I also don't want to know too much about the show before watching it. I, I, I don't need any more trailers. Yeah. Certainly. I mean, we're two months out at this point. Yeah. November like two and a half months. Yeah. So I'm, I'm fine with the footage that we have. I wouldn't mind seeing some more trailers if they are things that don't really show us anything, you know? Or if it was the footage from the stuff that we saw at Celebration. But I don't I don't need to know anything else. I'm I'm sold on this show. Yeah, me too. I'm ready for Though it. I yeah. I do want to know Werner Herzog's character's name. It's going to be his name backwards. <laughs> and like I've said before, it doesn't matter because I'm just going to call him Werner Herzog. But I do want to know his character's name. Me too. Well, what else are we... Oh, it's stick watch time. I don't sound so fucking excited about it. Because like... <laughs> don't it's fucking steel saunders fault so say whatever you want no i just i've heard rumors about liam neeson's dick and it's not it's not rumor it's fact i just i don't think i'm ready for this you're not okay you're going to click on the link you're not going to see it in the best light i still have to turn up oh, my yeah, brightness but- well, it's just, it's, it, okay, Dick Watch, there's a segment where we talk about, yeah, it's, look, it's pretty self-explanatory. Um, anyway, Liam Neeson it does full frontal in this movie under suspicion. Um, but it's, it's, you know, sort of like a dimly lit, not very good quality, because it's from like a, it's some 90s movie, and you see it sort of from far away, but this, the gif that I found is zoomed in. So, you know, it's kind of like it's not like particularly good in terms of resolution. Don't you also see it in Schindler's list? 
I don't know if you see it in Shindra's list. I think maybe you just see his ass in Shindra's okay. list. All right, so I'm about to look at Liam Neeson's dick for the first time. All right, I'm going to press enter. Oh, my God. <laughs> What's he running from? I, I don't know. I've never seen the movie. What even is that? Like, is that healthy? Like... I mean, I don't know. I don't know if it's unhealthy. It seems like it would be certainly be uncomfortable. I feel like I'd be in urgent care every night because of <laughs> UTIs, because of that fucking thing. It's it's quite large. I found a I found a clip of of Peter Sarsgaard talking about it <laughs> because Peter Sarsgaard was in well he wasn't just like it wasn't just a random thing. He was on Conan for for Kinsey the the movie they were in together and Sarsgaard has a scene with him when he Sarsgaard is full frontal nude and apparently Liam Neeson is Liam Neeson had a nude scene cut from that movie like and in the scene with Peter Sarsgaard he's in a robe I'm not sure if like he was completely naked in front of Sarsgaard or if it was a different scene because there's a bunch of sex scenes in that movie anyway Apparently Peter Sarsgaard, because Peter Sarsgaard had heard all these rumors about him, was in, like, incredibly intimidated to do a full frontal scene with him. And that made me laugh. You also see Liam Neeson's prodigious member for a split second in the movie Rob Roy. When he's getting out of the water before he grabs his cloak. But it's it's very brief and you really have to be looking for it and it's just like a glimpse you just see it from like the side like it's like so like uncomfortably large yeah and it's also just hilarious because in this scene he's running so it's just like flopping around like isn't that like painful like i don't get it like i don't get like and he, he looks like he's like fine doing it too like i just it seems like it would hurt. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. I just... That's large. Yeah. I wonder if his balls are as big as as uh, Diego's. Because <laughs> Diego had some big balls. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say Liam Neeson has the biggest dick in Star Wars. I think he has the biggest dick of all time. <laughs> it's, it's it's pretty big. Him and Michael Fassbender, man. Oh, he has a. Oh yeah. Let me look it up, Michael Fass. Uh, Michael Fassbender, because Michael Fassbender is like naked for like half of the movie. Shame. I think I think Liam Neeson's bigger. I'll I'll be there. But I also think I, I also think Michael Fassbender is, has said less racist shit, so probably gonna go with Fassbender. I'll be the judge of that. Okay. Your 
There is a Tumblr page that is called Vastbender's Dick. But, okay, I, I finally see a gif. Ah, yep, that's a dick. I like how you say that like you're surprised. Like you, <laughs> that is what you went looking for. I, it's still this sort of like resigned, yeah. Because I mean, like, I don't see many <laughs> of them. So, like, when I, like, I don't know. It's just, it's like, you know, like, nudity in movies. Like, you know, you always see boobs, but, like, you never see penis. And, like, every, like, it just, it's a weird, it's a weird concept to me that, like, I am, like, I don't know. It's weird. And especially, like, Carlos is right here, too. He has no idea that I'm talking about other people's dicks. <laughs> That's it. I mean, does he have headphones in? He What's has he headphones doing? in. He's watching something. Oh, okay. He doesn't mind anyways. Okay. He he enjoys it. I mean, we're not talking about you, like, interacting with yeah. other dicks. I mean, I have... I, I tell him all the time that I have, like, dreams. Like, no, I'm not. Nope. Never mind. Anyways. Yeah. No, he's cool. Oh, that almost got really interesting. <laughs> Just like, you know when you have dreams and you have like sex with other people uh-huh. and then like for some reason I have those dreams and then I'm like, oh, like during the dreams, I'm like, oh shit, I have a boyfriend. Oh, you're so wholesome. I am because then he's like, oh, it's okay. Like, go do it. I don't care. It's in your dreams. But I'm like, yeah, I just I feel weird though. But yeah, wholesome. That is me. I almost okay so like comparing gifts like I I almost like Lee, uh, Liam's better because like like I like a landscaped dick like yeah apparently I don't know if he like did it specifically for the movie like he's like I am gonna be naked I wanna you know clean up down there or if he regularly does that that's my preferred dick. Mm-hmm. is landscape you know like get the lawnmower and you know clean up the yard like fast benders is like too much yeah he could stand to trim that up a bit yeah <sighs> well anyway yeah that's dick watch for the week and it's i know of four more Jesus. More dick? Yeah. And then I think, like, I think beyond that, we are tapped out on Dick Watch being a segment. Well, we have to get a good one for next week, then. Let me look at my list. Well, you'd already know about that one. I don't want to do that one. But I want to be surprised, too. Okay. I won't tell you what one we're doing. Okay. But I just want to look to see if I know. I, yeah, I do have a Google document for it. I have a Google doc with some really... Uh, if anybody ever hacks my account, it's just... <laughs> I know, yeah, okay. I... 
All right. Well, do you want to get on to the next uh, segment? Speaking of dicks. <laughs> That's a good transition. Yeah. Thank you. Do you want to introduce it this week? Yeah. So I woke up this morning with like 20 notifications on Twitter and fucking Chris Fresh decides to fucking compare us to Rebel Force Radio. Yeah, he crossed a line. Yeah, that's, that's a pretty big line. And then he has a decency to tag me in a post saying that I'm enforcing this behavior of yours. Well, yeah, because here's what happened is Chris and I were going at it as we are want to do on Twitter. But by which I mean, I guess you would tell you that a couple of ways we were arguing on Twitter. Yes. Yeah. The fucking Obi-Wan thing came up again this week and I just... It was it was a prolonged thing. Anyway, it came up again because uh, I guess Dallas was catching up on Twitter. So he tweeted about Obi-Wan. And then, of course, that reawakened Chris Fresh. But as he and I were arguing, you went through and liked a bunch of tweets that were me yelling at Chris Fresh. And then he called you out on it. Well, yeah, because I'm supporting you. Like, I support my family and decisions. Like, Chris Fresh, like... Uh- I I don't have any family members that are monsters, so I'm not liking your stuff on Twitter. And you know your your and Emily stuff like that's your and Emily stuff. You know, like bring me in it if like I say something that's upsetting. Um, you're the one who called him a monster in the first place. You're the one who instigated this entire thing. No, but you dragged this. You. Oh oh, I'm not saying I haven't prolonged it. <laughs> <laughs> because it's genuinely one of my favorite things to do now. <laughs> because I called someone a monster on a podcast. Yeah. Like now we're in this war. Now yeah. that we we are Rebel Force Radio, a name I haven't heard in a long time. Do they still podcast? Oh, I don't bug in Carol or no. Wow. Um. So let's just. Do the fuck Mary kill, and we'll hold off on bed watch because I feel like we've we've had like n- I mean a fairly talk- yeah, and yeah. I feel like next week's just gonna be disastrously filthy. So, God, I'm gonna have to like podcast in like a in like a car or like somewhere where my words can't be heard because it's gonna get filthy. Anyways, so we have a uh, fuck Mary kill from Andy, and thank God this week it isn't filled with children. Yeah, he apologized for that. Oh, I know he's so sweet. It's okay, Andy. It happens, you know. Like sometimes, like we just, see people in Star Wars and don't realize that they're you're children. just you're, well, or you're just not thinking about it because you're just thinking of like characters and like which, and you're not thinking about it in terms of what the actual like implications of fuck Mary kill are you're just thinking of three characters it happens to the best of us okay so this is between let me get out the email swollen low hype phase on and zeb who's the first one uh swollen low is the one um, the, like the you can't park there guy. Oh yeah, that's uh, that one actor. Details. 
I mean, details did the voice, but it's uh, Joseph Carver got it. I mean, no, I mean the other way around. Details um, was the yeah. performer. Okay. Um, I'm killing height phase on. Oh god, that means I have to marry either soul. Actually, oh, fuck. Okay. Um. I'm going to kill the you can't park there guy because fuck you. I can park wherever I want. Um, I I guess I'll marry Zeb and fuck hype phase on. Because like I, I can't deal with like egotistical dudes. So and like hype phase on kind of seems like that kind of guy that's like all about himself. Oh, it definitely is. And, and like. There's only room for, like, one person in, like, that kind of relationship. And, like, that's me. No, I'm kidding. Um, so, uh, I'll, I'll quickly do that. And then I'll marry Zeb. Like, Zeb's nice. I mean, like, he he can defend me. Like, if, like, someone's mean to me. Like, we were staying at our hotel last week. And um, I was trying to make a waffle. And, like, someone literally told me to fuck off. And I would have liked if Zeb were there to kill him or to beat him up. That would have been nice. So, yeah. That's my. What's yours? Um, I mean, the thing is, I've only seen like three episodes of Rebels. So I don't know anything about Zeb. Except he's sort of like a monkey bat looking thing. Yeah, he was like the original prototype for Chewbacca. Yeah. And hype... I kind of enjoy hype on the show, but in that he's supposed to be an asshole. And I certainly don't want to marry him, but I also feel like sex with him would not be particularly good because he's like some hotshot pilot and they, you know, celebrity dude on the station. So there's no way he's actually like good. Because he's never had to bother to try. So um, I think I might just kill him. And... I think I would fuck Seb, because that might be fun. Like, yeah, I don't mind the big, like, you know, bat monkey looking thing. He's quite large and, and like, muscly. I mean, well, we don't know. I mean, maybe it's not, you know, it's not always proportionate. Maybe, you never know. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming we haven't seen Zeb's dick and Rebels, because I feel like I would have heard about that. Definitely. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna marry Sloanwell. You know why? Because you fucking can't park there. And I get really mad when people like park in front of fire hydrants or in like handicapped parking spots and shit. Like you can't just park wherever the shit you want. I mean, I don't do that. I mean, I'm the person that like if I feel like it's not okay place to park like I'm gonna move or like if Carlos like is driving and he parks somewhere I'm like I don't think this is safe let's move you know like I'm that person don't just like don't just park your fucking shit on the beach yeah but they're on a mission like they're they're trying to save the gal for all you know that's like an environmentally protected place because it's got a bunch of problems with erosion or shit or there's some sort of special 
fish that only lives in the tide pools on that particular beach, and then you're upsetting their habitat. They're not. They're not. Can, they're not supposed to park there. I can never win with you. No. Fuck. Well, there you go, Andy. There it is. Plus, the- he's named after after a Beastie Boy song. Yeah, I I don't really have a close relationship with the Beastie Boys. I, don't like, I respect. I don't have a close relationship I, with them. I just like them. I respect them. But that's it. Well, thanks, Andy, for the fuck Mary kill. Yeah, we can actually do this one without feeling like I'd go to jail. Um, Brittany, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on the internet on Twitter as Canto Brit and on a social media app called Instagram as Brittany the Ginger. What about you? I'm on Twitter and Instagram at EFLind. The show is on Twitter and Instagram at CantoBitePod. You can email us, CantoBitePod at gmail.com. Send us Fuck Mary Kills. Send us um, Bad Watch participants. Um, if I was going to say if you know people who are Star Wars people who are naked um, actually just send me a DM on that but I I I feel like I have the mostly definitive list unless it's somebody who is in like one second of a scene or something so but Brittany wants to be surprised so don't email the account um, on that uh, send us stuff for when Fresh is on send him questions We'll make him answer them. It'll be good times. I'm going to die. <laughs> He's so nice. I know, but it's it's going to be like two hours of like mom and dad fighting. And then like me like <laughs> sitting in a corner, like trying to like not think about like my, my parents fighting and I'm going to be like singing like a song to myself in the corner you know trying to calm myself down when mom and dad are calling each other rebel force radio <laughs> we're just we're just going to talk about Obi-Wan the entire episode I'm fine with that and I'll, I'll talk about my deep loathing for you McGregor I need to go back and listen to the episode you did with Josh too so I can uh god damn God damn it. That's where it all started. You know, other people start things. And then I, like, get you for agreeing with them. Yeah, I mean, I haven't been any been in any uh, scenarios yet. So I'm just, you know, I'm learning. I'm learning from the best, you know. I'm not going to go on a podcast and talk about Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Are we good? Yes. All right. Um, yeah. Oh, also rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. That helps us out. Rate and review us on SoundCloud or whatever. You listen to the pod. And until then, we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Ghetto bitch number one doing it fulcrum style. Uh, check it out. Listen up, 